And we are back. What happened? Yeah, no, that was I accidentally. That was the the wrong one that uh, that we need to put in there. But hey, we got shape back. Amazing! This is wow. I wasn't even planning that till episode sixty-eight or sixty-nine. Oh my gosh. Professional. It's fine. Resurrection no one... doesn't go with 69. It's, I, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> no one will 69. notice, okay? It's fine. Uh, I'm concerned for this episode. The energy so is very I. chaotic. Yes. <laughs> be... Surely no one will be... die. Uh, don't say that. What? Don't look at me. <laughs> oh boy. So. Shiny <laughs> Okay. All hmm. right. Are we ready? No. Are we, are, <laughs> let's calm down. Let's get into character. Okay. Looking in your direction, tricks. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we last left our heroes, after a minor victory, <laughs> I get it, a minor victory in a mine. Our party. Oh, oh. That, that was an accident. I'm sorry. So good. Didn't you write it down? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> After a minor victory in the mines, our party headed back into town to learn exactly how they might be able to get across the bay towards the temple of the Psionic Knights. After that, they decided instead not to take the boat across that evening, but instead try and recruit Coop a little bit, as they were well-worn after many battles. Some went shopping, some went crafting, others went to tavern to drink for a while. However, as they all reconverged back at the Thirsty Crab, a strange rumbling began to occur. Leaping out of their seats, they went to the window to see what was all the ruckus, only to see a massive airship fly over top, covering the entirety of Hansor in but a shadow. As they ventured outward, they looked upon the sails of this mighty flying vessel, only to see the family crest of the Presage family. A short while later, a small ship, ship embarked from the larger vessel, heading down towards the Brass Flamingo, a place our party was very familiar with. Prior to heading over to once again, assumably, meet up with his father, Ollie and the rest of the party decided to stop once again at the Twinkling Star, a magic shop found in Honsor. There, Eli wanted to do a little bit of shopping before they ventured forth. Taking a look at a beautiful armor with strange embedded serpents made of silvers and gold all around it. Very well suited and almost like it was custom made for him. Decided instead to go with a cloak of invisibility. <laughs> Heading over to the Brass Flamingo, they entered 
and after a little bit of persuasion by a nearby guard, they were informed that Lord Lucius Presage, one of the head of the 13 families that essentially run all of Bastia, was there. Ollie's father. As they ventured up to the room, they were able to make their way in, only to find a strange sight. Senator Vander, along with Gigi the Countess and Lord Persage, seemed to be in the midst of a meeting. Using his relations, Lucy convinced the rest that they were there on diplomatic re for diplomatic reasons, just like his father. However, that ploy was seen through very quickly, as Lord Lucius Presage recognized the voice of Ollie. As he sent everyone out of the room, the party continued to speak with Lord Presage for a short time. Before he asked everyone to leave, all but Ollie, a father-son conversation persisted where Lord Lucius offered all of his resources to assist the party in whatever task they had been put to. As the party entered the room, more tensions flared as Eli, the Viper, gave a proper death stare towards Lord Lucius. The two had words, almost came to more, but Eli, surprisingly able to keep his cool, instead walked away. The party were offered to join Lord Lucius on his ship later that evening, so they might plan for whatever happens next. There was much conversation to be had between the party of whether they should trust Lord Lucius or not. But, in the end, Ollie was very persuasive and convinced the party that his father was not an evil and conniving man, but one that was filled with love for his son and only wanted to see the best for them. And with that, the party stepped aboard the small vessel as it rose into the air and began to make <laughs> its way towards the large airship above. And so, our story continues. As you approach the large ship in the sky, you see just how massive it is, easily stretching a hundred if not more feet. Its entire hull made out of a shining brass, with what looked to be a silvery iron rivets throughout the entirety of it. As you approach the top of the vessel towards the main deck, the small vessel seems to instinctively pull towards the large ship. Looking down, you can see a number of individuals walking about. Some in armor, other in simple work clothes. Pulling ropes and cargo all around. As you get closer and closer, you can now feel a little bit of the heat from the fiery ring that loops around the entirety of the ship. And as you come down proper, 
the small vessel you are, you're in seems to dock along with a number of other small vessels. A few individuals begin to look over towards you all. Some with curious looks on their faces, but mostly going about their day. What would you all like to do? <clears throat> well, we should probably go find... Oh. oh, no, I'm not muted. Cool. We should probably go find my father. He wanted me to report to him right as we boarded the ship. Probably best. Uh, Eli, you're going to be okay. I don't know yet. I'll try. Maybe hang towards the back of the group. Yeah. I think that's fair. What were you going to ask, right. Alara? <laughs> Um, oh yeah. Is it, is it nighttime? Is it evening, I think you said? Yes. Okay. Okay, well, did he say where he was, did he say where he was going to be? No, I'm sure everybody on this plane, or ship, must know. At least the guards must know where he might be right now. Okay. Fair enough. All right. I'm gonna find uh, after the after you. Nearest... All right, I'll find the nearest guard and approach him or her. As you leave the small vessel one by one, you begin to make your way over to one of the guards. Before you hear a voice, a familiar voice coming from behind you. As you turn to look, you see a small gnomish man. He wears a very large, poofy hat and a beautiful red tunic robe with gold accents on it. You would immediately recognize this as Papas, your father's chief scribe. Oh. He pushes through some of the legs along the way. Out of my way, out of my way. Ah, young Oliver. Such a pleasure to see you, young man. And might I say, you were looking quite different, but very, very proper. Papa, so nice to see you. It's been ages. It has, and you'll have to tell me all about your adventures, young man. As well as your friends here. Oh yeah, we have Hi. plenty of stories to tell, but right now it would be great if you could tell me where my father is. Yes, of course. I was informed that you would be arriving shortly. I had seen the vessel coming in, so I thought to myself I would come and meet you so I could personally say hello and take you to him. Great. Um, these are my friends, by the way. They're, they've been my companions ever since I've arrived on Katara on the ship. Well, most of them. Ash is new. I'll point to the kitty cat. <laughs> oh, and, and this is Lucy of uh, Boku Pleasure Well you seem a very colorful it's bunch those two? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to introduce me? Oh they're just the ones that I met while I was here Yeah uh, 
Well, this is uh, Alara. She's she's well, she's very much Alara. <laughs> a beautiful name. Well said. And he gives a slight bow towards you, my lady. And then we also have Trix, Eli, and Pavo. Ah, a northern Aarakocra. I have read much about your people. Maybe you may share some information. I would be honored to do so. But I will not keep you or your father waiting any longer. Please follow me. And he turns with a wisp and begins to quickly walk off. Small man, but with much authority. We'll follow along. <laughs> Pappas takes you along the main deck, closer to the back that reaches up a little bit higher than the rest of the main deck. He stops in front of a large brass door before opening it up and reaching his hand out, issuing you, ushering you all in. Thank you, Papas. Yes, young Oliver, it is a pleasure as always. And please, if there's anything you need, come and find me. Amazing, thank you. I'll probably take you up on that. Very good. And all to all of your friends as well. Pavo, was it? I look forward to our conversations later. As do I. Nice meeting you. Hmm. Right. Are we all entering? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. As you enter through the great brass doorways, you find yourself in almost what looks like a medium-sized home from the overall size. A grand entranceway with a set of stairs that leads upwards. A few rooms off to the side in a very circular type room. Ollie, you would know that at the top of the stairs is the commander's office. Presumably where your father would be at this point. I believe my father should be up the stairs. Everybody ready? I'm so curious to see how he may be able to help us. Great. All right. Let's go. <laughs> As Ollie leads you all up the stairs, you stop again in front of another large door, this time made out of a beautiful polished mahogany wood. You could hear some voices behind the door. All right, I'll give it a courteous knock and wait. Bellowing back from behind the door, you hear your father's voice. Enter. And I will. I'll open the door. Opening the door, you see a similar sight as what you saw at the Brass Flamingo. A very large, oval-shaped table. Again, made out of almost the same mahogany wood with beautiful carvings all throughout it. 
It seemed to be into a sunken area of the room with a bit of a catwalk that rests around the top rim of the room overall. You can see above, along the walkway, the entire walls that curve around are made out of glass, being able to see 360 degrees all around the ship and the area around it. Looking over, you see your father sitting at the head of the table in a very large throne-like chair, again, made out of the same dark wood with a red velvet plush cushioning behind it. The other chairs around the table, you can easily count 25 of them, all with the same type of style of wooden cushioning. A few individuals seated at it as well. Ah, Oliver. Welcome. I'm glad you decided to join us. And your friends. Are any of you hungry or wish for anything? I'll immediately take a knee and just be like, Father, they've agreed to at least hear out your offer and invitation to use your resources. Um, They're definitely intrigued, but they might have questions for you. They aren't 100% convinced, I would say, but I'm sure whatever questions they may ask you, you'll be able to put them at ease. I will do my best. Looks at the other guests at the table and nods. If you'll all excuse me. Each of them standing up and leaving the table. Uh, One last thing. If one of you could find Papas for me and send him in, please. As well as... Ensuring that there is some food and drink. I don't know about any of you, but I'm famished. Surprisingly, Father, I'm starving. He gives a little bit of a look towards you. Yes, many things have changed for you, haven't they, Oliver? Very much. A father seeing his son grow before his eyes. Please, all of you, come sit. I'll sit next to wherever Eli goes again. (laughs) (laughs) She's on a short leash. (laughs) Yeah, keeping an eye on you. (laughs) As you all sit around the table, looking towards Lord Lucius, He sits regally as he eyes each of you. Now, first and foremost, I thank you for trusting Oliver and for him to trust me. I want to be clear at this point. I have no secrets. And I don't want you to have any secrets at this table as well. Mm. So, if I can answer any of your questions, I would be happy to do so. As I explained to Oliver, I understand what is being asked of you in this strange situation. 
and I offer you all of the resources. Not only that I have, but all of Bastia itself. In exchange for what? I only ask for one thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not entirely true. I ask for two things. Number one. No harm comes to Ollie. Naturally. Obviously. And number two. When this is all said and done, the champion's weapons will be turned over to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for safekeeping. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why do you think that you are better for keeping the weapons than the champions themselves? Mm-hmm. I will answer with a question of my own. Once your task is complete, what is the need of the champions? Maybe to keep the weapons away from power-hungry people. They were put away for a reason. I think what Alar is trying to say is there are many mysteries still involved with these weapons. Um, and we would prefer to be cautious in who we hand them over to, despite the timing, respectfully. I can understand your concerns in all of this. I will say that While my motives are somewhat selfish, I would be lying if I didn't say that I didn't want to study the weapons firsthand. It's not very often that you get to see craftsmanship of that nature. I'm sure you've all seen firsthand the power that these weapons hold. We have I seen agree. the power, Father. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Father. <laughs> sorry, Dad. <laughs> yeah. And Go on. as I'm sure you've seen, the pow- this type of power in the wrong hands could be devastating. Mm-hmm. And so... What I wish to accomplish with these weapons is not only to study them, but put them in the hands of someone who has a history, proven history, in protecting artifacts of this magnitude. I'm not trying to say that you don't have that ability, but I am saying that you don't have the experience. You don't have the resources. And from what Ollie has told me, you are not a mortal. If you continue to hold on to these weapons, 
Others will come for you. Father, I don't think it's as simple as you're saying. I mean, I'm sure with a bit of convincing, we would allow you to examine the weapons, but they're a bit more than just weapons. They've begun bonding with us. Eli has already bonded almost directly by getting the dagger shoved into her and then becoming a whole new being called the Viper. I myself, this wasn't always a hammer, it was an axe, and then in my dream, Gibble helped me forge it into a hammer and it's become part of me. And Pavel himself has bonded with the wings that he obtained and the weapon was given down to him from one of his teachers, I believe. Um, I don't think they should be separated from us. I don't think they're meant for anyone other than us. Also, mine is bonded quite literally. It just shows his markings. So what you're saying is that you all and the weapons share some type of symbiotic relationship. Interesting way to put it. I never thought of it that way. It seems that way, and, and Gibble has also instructed me to find a way to further the bond with all of our companions. Uh, I haven't figured out exactly how to do that, but I'm sure with your help and your resources, we can find a way. But I don't think it should be separated from us. I think there's a lot more we can find out by keeping it with us. I'm beginning to understand more. You speak of this bonding. Is there anything in particular that sets off the bonding or a ritual or an event? There's... Go ahead. Uh, there has been events but uh, how to trigger them or or what it should be specifically for each person, I don't know. Uh, Eli was stabbed by uh, Resilient or Soulless or whatever you want to call him. Uh, I just had a dream about it, and Pavo, I'm not sure, it just kind of happens. Lucy... Um, yeah, I don't know. He kind of had to prove himself, and it's it's odd. I don't know how it can happen, but with Eli, somehow Solus knew how it would happen. So there has to be a way to figure out exactly how it happens. There, there's got to be some knowledge out there to find, but we're not sure what it is. So there's no... seems to be different for each person. Interesting. I wondered to myself if you didn't find the weapons, but they found you. If you say that is, it is personalized as it is. But just a thought. As he says this, the door opens up towards the commander's room. A number of servants come walking in with a plethora of ales and wines 
foods, a roasted hog, numerous roasted vegetables as they begin to pile it on top of the table. A few of the servants walk around, reaching out and putting a glass in front of each of you, and then holding out two jugs, asking if you would rather mead or wine. Excuse me, sorry. My mouth seems to be liquidizing. This hasn't what? happened before. What? <laughs> Are you salivating? He's drooling because he's <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'll have wine. Eat for me. Eat for me too. A little bit of everything for me. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'll just stick with water. I don't do good with alcohol. I think you do great with alcohol. Think, yeah. Oh. Definitely need more of it. <laughs> Not the time nor place. Mm-hmm. Eli will just kind of shake his head politely, decline it. As they fill up your goblets filled with your selection of choice, another returns for Pavo with a jug of water. Thank you. And as the servants begin to leave, a familiar face of Pappas enters into the room. Ah, Pappas, I'm very glad you joined us. We are in the midst of an interesting conversation, to say the least. We are speaking, of course, of the champion's weapons. As soon as he says that, Pappas pulls out a piece of parchment and a quill, ready to take notes. But of course, what would a meeting be without first raising a glass. Cheers to all. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> we all die from poisoning. <laughs> the whole time, like, should I constitution just my throw? <laughs> yeah. The end. <laughs> I have a question. Of course, Laura wasn't. Yeah. Um, how do you, what's your relationship with um, Resilian? All they were saying that you know him. Yes. I was very interesting in his studies in chronomagics. Mm hmm. Many of the individuals at the school in Luminador did not believe he was capable of discovering the feats of this so-called time magic. I thought otherwise. And so I offered him funding. Hmm. Funding. Okay. And did he succeed? No. Based on what Oliver has told me, yes. Mm. And now what? Do you talk to him at all? I haven't spoken to him in quite some time. 
typically he would report back to the Lachey Council. For those of you who don't know, the Lachey Council essentially runs Luminador, including the school there. They give me updates from time to time. This entity that you want to hand the weapons over to, would you like to elaborate on who that is? Of course. It is the Lachey Council. And they're immortal. They are... They are the most well-versed in what some would consider the highest of magics. They have Aren't been they Arcadia's? Sorry, go ahead. No, by all means. Aren't they Arcadia's on that council? How do you know that name? I was good friends with their son. Was? He didn't, uh, he didn't make it. I see. Have you informed them? No, I haven't. I haven't. I have really no way of contacting them beyond 25 words, and I don't know how to tell them that in 25 words. Perhaps we can help. That would be nice. <laughs> the intention is to hand them over to the Lachey Council. As I had said, they are known for holding these type of artifacts. There are many, many strange relics found throughout all of Bastia. The most dangerous of them, and most powerful, will go to the Lachey Council where they are kept in a vault in an undisclosed location that no one outside of the council knows. That's but, then all, but then everyone on the council would know where all of them are. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That much power should not be kept in a single hand. There are some that would agree with you. But what is the alternative then? Each champion takes their own weapons to their own hidden location. Interesting. You would have one with yourself in my hands. Well. But that doesn't really solve the problem. What are we saying? We're going to lock Lucy up? Is that what you're saying? Or are you going to find some way to like separate the weapons from, from them? I've got no interest in that. And I don't want to be studied like some specimen. As I was saying, there is, seems to be a symbiotic relationship. Mm -hmm. At some point, the bonds would have to be broken for all of you, not just Lucy. Don't love that. Laura, you're from Lumidor, right? Yeah. 
Why? Do you know about the council? Yeah. Yeah. Does everything seem... I don't know. Appropriate in there? Um, Rain? <laughs> like, do are they good people that are on the council? Yes, in short. Well, when I knew, or from what I remember, it was Alcor's parents, and his father was pretty intense. His mom is really lovely. Um, and I I don't know, was, Resil- was Resilian on the council, or was he just Actually, there? The Arcadias were not on the council directly. They were high-ranking teachers. They were high-ranking teachers within the school. I believe his mother was the librarian. Okay, so that dream that I had when they were all there, they were just called before the council? Correct. So who do I remember being on the council? Uh, You remember there being 12 council members. Oh, geez. Okay. For the sake um, of time, we won't list through all no. of them. <laughs> but okay, they're... but Alara didn't know them personally or anything like that? No. Okay. Uh, in general, was, like, the council, like, wide knowledge? Like, what would... Did Alara know about it before the dream? Absolutely. You would know them as the authority throughout all of Lumnador. Okay. Were they kind of good people? Peacekeepers? There was no unfair rule in your time there. There was not a lot of strife that happened internally. Now, mind you, they weren't, you know, happy-go-lucky individuals all the time, but they, uh, they would be almost as honorable as the idea of the Supreme Court. Okay. Um, well, I they said were pretty the idea, neutral. Eli. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty neutral. Um, personality-wise, they were a little stuffy, but um, I have nothing really bad to say about them. Didn't really know any of them. Okay. Everything but on the other hand, well. these weapons all had previous masters before so who's to say that there's not another calling for these weapons and if they're in the care of this council how will they ever get a hold of them I'm more in the thought that Lucius here has a point when it comes to our passing well I'm not keen on the idea of handing over the weapons anytime soon, I would like to feel comfortable knowing that when I do pass, it doesn't fall into the hands of someone like me, I guess. Uh, That's kind of a weird way to put that. (laughs) I will Into the wrong hands. Lucy, yeah? Is that what you mean? Something like that. Perhaps... We don't say these type of things outside of these walls. But I understand what you're saying, Lucy. You are an interesting young man. You are much more diplomatic than your father. Well, I try not to be too transparent. 
understandably. What I can promise you this is that in any event, I would oversee anything that happens with the champion's weapons once the task is completed. I will ensure that you are all informed of what exactly is being tried, what is being attempted, and will get your cons consent of what can and can't be done the entire time. Unlike what young Eli here was saying, I don't plan to have any rats in a lab. I think what would be best moving forward respectfully all we have to go on on your intentions is Ollie's word which does mean a lot no not at Ollie uh, and yours I think a show of faith would be uh, helpful in maybe dropping a layer of mistrust here I assume you know about the lantern from the legends I've been told and what Ollie's been told yes I would feel com more comfortable personally if you would help us secure the lantern before anything is promised or otherwise decided on Interesting. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Got this. Okay. It's better than average. Um, that is a dirty 20. Dirty Woo! It's an 11. I have a plus 9. <laughs> well, I would be... Happy to oblige. What did you have in mind, Lucy? Well, that is yet to be seen. I understand that your resources are supposed to be extremely helpful in this. Um, basically, we need a way uh, into the temple on the island off the coast of this city. To our knowledge, there are many of the Sion Knights who I'm not sure if you're familiar with. No. Are you familiar? The city has a strange ritualistic practice um, where a person at random becomes... You probably know this part. Anyway, the temple itself has many of the Sion Knights and apparently, from what we've gathered, has the lantern as well. I assume they're not going to hand it over willingly, so if you have anything that might help in retrieving it. And he uh, just kind of needs again, into it. <laughs> if you have a plan, I'm sure we can help fulfill it. Whether it be manpower, weapons, which I'm sure you wouldn't need at this point, knowledge I would be try happy to try and use my political influence 
Well, but you're not giving me a lot to go off of. If you just wish to enter the temple, we could raid it right now. I think we'd prefer to do it a little more covertly. But do we? Do we care? Well, the less of the people knowing that we have it, the better, I figure, right? Agreed. And I would assume no? that a politician such as yourself would understand the value of having continued diplomatic relations with Hansor. So I'm surprised at your willingness to raid the temple right away. Well, a small backwood city in a continent far away. And to be honest, I have little to no interest of this place. I'm simply putting offers on the table. My resources are available to you. But you must be the ones to decide how to use them. Well, in this situation, knowledge seemed extremely helpful, assuming, and I'm not meaning to be offensive here, but that you would have it given you've only just arrived. What exactly, what exact information would you be, I mean, could you get just blueprints of the temple or uh, some form of entry that maybe we haven't considered? Papas, make arrangements to go to the library. Find any information you can on the temple including its construction, its ownership, its origins, and its history. Purchase anything that needs to be done. Library. There's a library. Anything further? I think, uh, as far yeah, as I'm concerned, need... yeah, but we need Noir, lots of go stuff. ahead. We need lots of stuff. We need to be invisible. Can you make us all invisible? And soundproof? He just got his cloak. He just got his cloak. I mean, what the fuck? Let this him feel special like for a little while. <laughs> okay, put it on, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Can you temporarily make us all invisible? <laughs> so that would make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. We got, I just imagine us all escaping the temple under the cloak with the lantern like in Harry Potter. <laughs> it will take some time, but we do have an alchemist on the ship that might be able to uh, create some type of elixir that you might be speaking of. one other sort of off topic maybe out there question for you um do you know why Sewell is waking up I don't know why he would awaken per se other than uh, being coerced being summoned 
So when we, when, when all of us started being called to these weapons, why, why do you think that started? Because other people were trying to awaken Thule? It is my best guess, but I would assume that you all would know this more than I would. You've been here the it's, entire time. You are the ones who are collecting the weapons. You are the ones who are traveling the lands and learning all of the things that you need to know. Mm-hmm. I'd assume. Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people with a lot of varying opinions <laughs> about themselves and why they're doing what they're doing. Well, as you mentioned, Alara, I have just arrived. The feet on the ground is not something that I would know intimately, unlike yourselves. So you, you didn't know about the champion's weapons and and the champions and, and Thule before all this? Yes, I knew of the legends of each, but the practical mm-hmm. application that we're facing now, you have all lived it, and yet you ask me for the answers for it. I think um, what's going on is there's no guidebook to being a champion. There isn't any uh, teacher or school. It's pretty much learning on your feet. And in our experience, a lot of people have seemed to have more knowledge or at least new knowledge that we weren't aware of. I suppose we were just curious if you knew something we didn't. I can tell you the history of Thule. I can tell you some of the history of the champions. But aside from that, I'm not really sure what you're asking of me. Why do you think Thule is awakening now? I have no idea. I have been asking that since the beginning. I'm under the impression that Thule is being awakened, not awakening. And I I have the thought that maybe the weapons for the previous champions uh, act as some form of defense against this happening. And in that idea of symbiotic relationships between us and them, it does seem that there was a selection made to do so. Everything else, though, we kind of just have to run with as we go. We need to start taking notes and maybe keep them safe in some sort of blue box. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> Welcome, Raiders. Welcome in, Raiders. <laughs> Good to see you all. Well, I think the information should be rather enlightening. Again, I'd prefer not to storm the castle as it were, but should it come to that, uh, I suppose we'll let you know. I would tend to agree with Eli. 
A diplomatic approach is always the best way to go about it. Alternatively, if that is not an option, the covert way is always the best. But if it comes down to it and force is necessary, then the time will come with that when it does. But again, I only offer my resources. It must be you who choose what to do with them. All right. I think getting this information, you let us know as soon as it arrives, I assume. In the meantime, maybe you could stretch your political legs, although the Scion Knights are almost seem to be more of a religious entity, it feels like, um, if not erring on the side of a cult. Uh but you're more than welcome to try to reason your way in, I suppose. I will see what I can do. Your name, your name carries a lot of weight, after all. True. Is there anything else? Lucy just looks at the rest of the party. Then I have a question for you, of course, to... A show of faith, as Lucy so eloquently put it earlier. Once you have the lantern in hand, what do you plan to do? Well, the lantern, kind of audibly noticeable that Lucy has no fucking idea is making this up on the spot. It will show many things um, uh, to us. Um, the history of the lantern does speak of many things in terms of uh, helping with insight, and it, if nothing else, will act as bait to our um, enemies to make things more clear as to who is trying to awakened Thule, and it's more of a precautionary measure than anything, um, as we have reason to believe that the lantern in and of itself alone may be able to awaken Thule. He squints his eyes towards you, so you have no idea what to do next. Correct. <laughs> He doesn't laugh, but he says, <laughs> So is this why you all wish to just keep the weapons and hide? No, there are a lot of players in this. And for whatever reason, we, uh, these guys, have been chosen to defend something and there are a lot of different stories that we're hearing of horrible horrible dooms that could come depending on which person makes a move first so i think we are hesitant because at the end of the day if everyone would just sit down and stop trying to awaken tool we wouldn't have any issues so 
We have no use to awaken Thule. He can stay asleep. That would be fine. But we're just trying to stop people from ripping open portals and releasing a giant thing called the silence that's going to destroy and eat away everything. Theoretically. So what you're telling me is you uh, wish to wait in the comfort and the eye of the storm before it passes over. You're just simply awaiting which direction it will come in. That's well, I mean, actually I don't really... very eloquent way to put that in a way we are. But I will say that, that it is absolutely a precautionary um, act in obtaining it. It's what happens after that we can't really foresee yet. Which is where your resources will help because it, I do believe people will come out of the shadows at that point to attempt to retrieve it. Interesting. Alari, you mentioned players, plural. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know of Resilient. Who are the others? Uh, before she answers that, there's actually just a small, quick question I wanted to ask you. If I know I've asked a lot already. You asked a show of faith, and I showed it. I am asking for you to show faith now. That is unfortunately fair. Rhea from the City of Gold. Didn't have to add City of Gold, man. <laughs> okay, we're going there. I, I was going to ask him if he's moved on the City of Gold yet, since he knew about the foreman and everything. Well, he said he spoke to my parents. Brazilian feels that Rhea is trying to open a portal, and by doing so will summon this type of silence or whatever. And therefore, he's trying to collect the weapons to take on Thule to harness his power to stop her. And she oh. needs Thule to harness the power to open the portal. Those are the stories that we've gotten so far. Now you know as much as we do. And which do you believe? We're torn on that. Everyone's oh just imagine everyone's faces darting around to other people. Like, yeah. Everyone just sighed there. I believe Resilian to be evil and he just wants to use the weapons for his own personal gain and power. He, he might just, not be evil, Pavo. He destroyed towns. He thinks he can change it all. By killing the innocents? I can't follow that. I don't think any of us trust anybody outside of our own party. See, this is why us, I'm, that I'm hoping. You. So the lantern, obtaining the lantern will make will reveal people's true motives, most likely. And it is believed that a tribe of Arakakra of my kind hold the key to where the resting place is. That part is true. It is your people who guard the tomb, Pavo. I unfortunately have never been there. 
something tells me that that might change shortly. Well, I can say this. If you're all divided, you'll never truly be in unison. How do you plan to defeat someone, something of such power? When you're not even sure if it's the person you should be fighting. As Lucy has been saying, I believe that there's going to come a point in time where our enemy is clear and we're all united in the fact that we want to do the right thing. And what is the right thing? Going based off of the two examples you've just put forth. In my which... opinion, neither of them really. I think the right thing to do would be to talk Resilient out of it and prevent Rhea from awakening Thule. That seems to be the right thing with the information that I have. That is fair. And I hope that that is the outcome. As I've said in many of these cases, when diplomacy does not work, at times, force must be shown. We're prepared to do what we need to do. All of you? I think so. He looks around the table. I'll look at Ash. <laughs> yeah, Ash, are you with us? <laughs> Ash just got food in his mouth, like, picking his teeth. <laughs> I'm just here for the flame. Yeah, I'm, just here for the, I'm just here for the lantern, guys. That's what I want. Well, Ash, is it? You know, by taking this lantern, based on what you've heard so far, that you will be tied in with this as well. If you are the one to be chosen by the lantern. Seems like it. And your thoughts on any of this? You're being pulled into a war. Well, actually, I don't... I just need the lantern for something completely different. So, I mean, if you guys just don't want anybody to have it, I'll just take it. And that seems, I would probably go far enough for, for a while. Then we can handle it where we are. I have to say, like, everything I've heard here, I never heard it. I never heard before. So I'm kind of uh, wondering what this is all about. Champions, weapons. Hey, I'm just a druid. That's all I... I just came here to look at the lantern. All the rest is news to me. So right now, I'm just kind of processing information. <laughs> Well, perhaps it's time that your new companions update you on what exactly you're walking into. But something tells me the minute that you get that lantern, no matter where you go, the target will be on your back. 
Yeah, Ash. But I was I coming. I was coming for the lantern with or without them anyway. So this hasn't changed. I guess I'm just aware there are more people looking for it. I'll have to be more careful. It's like I've been here a year and like hardly talk, hardly anyone talks about the lantern, and all of a sudden it's like the big subject of the discussion. It's kind of weird. But yeah, seems pretty intense. I should probably ask for guidance. Not a bad choice. But power usually makes strange bedfellows. Yep. Well, with no plan, very little information to go off of, I guess we will just play it by ear, as they say. But I will say this. I will not put up with decisiveness. My resources are available, but they must have strict orders to do so. If there's indecision between the group, I will not push forward. Understandable. My suggestion would be to unify. And while you are friends, that does not make a unit. So, I will ask for word from one of you. Who that is, is up to you. Do you understand? We do. Yes. Seems fair. Well. Until I'm able to collect the information and resources that you've already asked for, you have free reign of the ship. You're welcome to use the meeting room at any point in time. Papa's here will show you to your quarters. Each of you will have your own. And anything else that you require, simply ask one of the servants. If it's questionable, they'll come and ask me. But for the Thank most you, part, Father. Yes. Allow me to call for the servants to clean up this mess. <clears throat> oh, that was right in my ear. Quite a uh, <laughs> mighty whistle you've developed with lips. Well done. Thank you, Father. I was pretty hyped about it. Well, I will leave you all for the time being. And of course, any other questions, come and find me. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it seems like we have a lot to discuss. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 
to all of you. Have a very good night. But before we go, perhaps one last drink. <laughs> it's hard to drink on a moving train. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Lucius puts down his flagon, gets up, and begins to walk towards the door. As he reaches for the handle, pulling it open, uh, it's a heart attack. The high altitude seems to be affecting Lucy more particularly. Of Stop, balls. <laughs> Let him leave first. <laughs> made such an impression. Right. Lucy, go ahead and roll a D100 for me. I accidentally grabbed the wrong thing. Damn. <laughs> 68. 68. Okay. As you let out a bellowing sneeze, Lord Presage looks back. tight. <laughs> As he turns and walks out the door. Lucy just looks like terrified. <laughs> As Papas looks up towards you, can I offer you a oh? As you all look towards Lucy, now, seemingly reverted once again back to uh, Yarn Lucy. Oh my, oh my gosh! That's how many like times can you get that out of a hundred? Yeah, you got that a lot of times. Fuck. Oh my god! Yarn ball. A stringy Lucy appears, sitting amongst all of you, like that of a crocheted humanoid, almost like pasta that's been strung together in strange ways. Immediately look over at Ash. Choking on my food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to stand next to that to Max. <laughs> so flammable. Is it, it, does it look like a ball of yarn? Uh, he looks like a Lucy made out completely out of yarn. I stop. I I start purring. My eyes have like stars in it. My oh clothes my are coming out. Oh God. Okay. Alarm will go over. <laughs> the fuck? The furry angel of death has like... appeared. You look over and see his eyes turn into anime as his pupils completely dilate, ears slightly going back to his head. I will say if I'm sitting next to Ash, I go, I stand up and sit at the other side of the table. <laughs> Can you walk? I feel like the last time you were a doll, I you could The walk. first time I was a doll, I pretended not to walk, and I think y'all have thought that I just oh. couldn't at that, okay. that point forward, <laughs> but I can absolutely walk. Okay. The only, like, difference in terms of, like, tactics and everything like that is I'm highly flammable. <laughs> so, oh good. I, I would have like it probably means I'm like disadvantage at like fire attack. So, yeah. Mm, okay. Just avoid it. 
So we have a Tabaxi Wildfire Druid. This is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is probably my my number one enemy right now. <laughs> and I and, and I just want to play with the the yarn, the yarn person in front of me because it looks like fun. Okay. Oh my god! So I, I start chasing Lucy. <laughs> oh my god! My god. <laughs> Lucy well. starts running. Laura, help! <laughs> help! Help! I don't know. Laura will try and stop Ash. She'll try and grab Ash. Hey, as hey, you, hey, now. As you Benny Hill around the table, <laughs> Ash begins to uh, get more and more enthusiastic, revved up by the idea of an entire yarn person to dismantle. Ash, you, my friend, have been granted advantage. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Is that helper still in the room with us? Oh, Pappas is still watching oh, all of this happen with his jaw almost on the floor at this point. Lean over As Lucy's running by him. I don't think this he... is going to help our cause. Is Ash still As chasing Lucy's him? running by him, he points at him. He's like, not a word, not a word. I'll jump on the table to try to catch Lucy instead of like running across the table. Mm-hmm. Like around the table. I got suggestion. <laughs> All right, as Ash jumps up onto the table, uh, ready to pounce, uh, Ash, go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Lucy, you wanted to cast Suggestion? No. I just want to say... I really want Massage to walk back in right now. Acrobatics. (laughs) 17 acrobatics. 17, and that was that with advantage? No, I didn't use the advantage for that. I just rolled... No, no. Okay, so go ahead and use advantage for it because it's on the next okay. roll. Well, then that's uh, 22. 22. Okay. He jumps up onto the table with lightning fa- fa- fast reflexes. As he begins to l- leap towards you, Lucy, he pins you down to the ground with ease as he begins to pull some of the yarn apart. Yo. <laughs> I'm going to cast a spell if that's happening. Yeah, I'm casting a spell if that's happening. You take two points of piercing damage, and you can go ahead and cast Suggestion. What is your... Cast Suggestion says, get off me now. Get off me meow? Uh, I need a wisdom saving throw, which he's a druid, so that sucks, but I have a high DC. That's that's the 21. It's barely. Why don't you turn him into a little kitty cat like you turned me into a bird? Oh my god. I might. (laughs) Fortunately, that's a wisdom save too, and he's a jerk. Ash, dude. Little help. Cut it out. Cut it out. Sorry, I don't don't know what got into me. That was fun. Let's do that again sometime. Okay. Let's not ever again. Yeah. From the clawing yeah, of yarn, to discuss. <laughs> From the Just clawing of yarn, Lucy, you did separate one single strand of yarn as you begin to play with it amongst your claws. Playing like with the, some of my skin. Yep. Where did he get it from? Where's is it like his hair? Hopefully, like I Lucy's hair. I make a ring with it. Way worse. <laughs> oh my god okay and I, I give my hand to lucy to help him up there you go now if we could act like adults <laughs> look 
who's talking? <laughs> Why did you have to change it to yarn? I didn't mean... I told you about this already. Sometimes weird shit happens like this. Most well, everyone's learned to just roll with it by now. <laughs> that's weirder than weird. <laughs> Never like saw that gerbil. before. <laughs> yeah, gerbil Lucy was so cute. Mm, that sounds tasty. Not talk about. No. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no. Ash, she's still Lucy. You you can't be mean to him. You can't chase him. You can't pull his yarn out, and you can't eat him if he's ever a gerbil. Do you Frost promise? But roasted gerbil is so good. I don't care. You don't get to eat Lucy. You have to promise to be a part of this group to get the lantern. You have to treat Lucy with respect no matter what weird shape he's in. I'll, I'll do my best. We've got more important things to discuss. Yeah. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, I'll walks over and, and sits where Massage was previously sitting. Ooh. All right. Yeah, head of the table, baby. Uh... <laughs> Y'all are going to get dark hearted by Crimson if you keep this up. Oh, yeah, I know, sure. I know, I know. Shh, everyone focus. <laughs> All right. So this I, was the I, I, first thing, and uh, Ash, I know you don't have a lot to go off of. Who here I'm gonna ask who we trust more, just as a base starting point. So you have to choose one, your hand will raise for one of these people. Who trusts Rhea? I should put his hands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, this is more than Resilian. Trust Rhea more than Resilian? Yes. Oh. Um, and yeah, your hand has hand to up. raise for one of these. <laughs> like says again with wider eyes. <laughs> and for the those reason listening being the audio, is Rhea hasn't Ash done Pavel anything in front of us. <laughs> What's that? So you just say for hands the to our audio podcast, me, Pavo, Ollie, Pavo, and Ash put their hands up for trusting Rhea over, <laughs> over Resilian. Who trusts Resilian more? <laughs> <laughs> so I got two kind of slightly handlings from Tricks <laughs> and Eli. Look, so I... What about you, Lucy? You didn't vote. Yeah, that's true. Well, I was really hoping it wasn't going to be a tie. Yeah, I, I understand that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, Sorry, let's discuss it. <laughs> but before we discuss it, quick thank you to uh, our good friend Dag from down south or down under for the raid. Hi, Welcome in, routers. Uh -huh. First, I'd like Alara, if you don't mind. I know you've done before, but pitch us, Resilient. You're on Shark Tank. <laughs> I polymorph into a giant shark. Just 
Okay. Obviously, he has done some. <laughs> I can't look at Rob. <laughs> I'm gonna break this. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Obviously, he has done some horrible, horrible things. Not just to general people that we don't know, but to a lot of us here. And I recognize that I might personally be having issues. Um, because of my past with Resilient and the Resilient that I used to know, I don't know what happened to him. So I really want to try and talk to him because him and I made a promise and I don't know what happened. I forgot, which I'm not sure what that's about. Maybe, I don't know. He has a weird thing with memory. Maybe he did something. I don't know. And I just want to talk to him because I feel like if I can just remind him of who he was and who we were, I might be able to convince him to help us. Okay. That's valid. We would like to pitch for Rhea. No one holds any kind of strong relationship, but... You asked to choose between the two, and between the two, Rhea literally has, as far as we know, hasn't done anything. All we know of her intentions are through Brasilian, who I don't trust. Right. So to be able to say one over the other, obviously, how do we not trust Rhea through just hearsay intentions when literally she had the opportunity to show her true colors when we were in the city of gold to do something. In fact, doesn't all that, she did was let us go. Doesn't that make her more suspicious? Why? That we, had to hear, that we had to hear about what she really wants from somebody else, at least resilient. If you take his word to be true. Why would he lie? Why wouldn't he, he lie? Well, then you can say that about Rhea. What has she done to make you think that she is lying about anything? She banished us from that city. For breaking a law of theirs. Yeah, and if she She's wanted got, us... I mean, she could have kept us trapped. She could have No, forced she doesn't us. want us... No, she wouldn't have kept us trapped. She could have uh, taken our, the. She could have kept us, and she could have taken the weapons from us at that time. She could have also just not, you know, convicted us of anything and and skipped the whole trial completely if she really wanted to just gain our trust for the sake of us returning the weapons to her. Uh, is, is, is isn't one of your friends still staying with Ria? No. Yes. Okay. Alcor is there. Oh, Alcor right. is with Rhea. Well, Alcor did spirit. tell me. I guess. Alcor told me to trust Rhea. And do you trust Alcor? Never really liked Resilient. <laughs> so whose word you do say? you trust more, Alcor's or Resilient? Alcor never really Alcor... liked. Never really liked Resilient. Alcor, Jesus Christ. Alcor, <laughs> Alcor, there's like a weird leg. Okay. 
Hold on, Poppus, yeah. are you getting this? Lucy <laughs> yeah. looks over. Oh, you see Poppus oh, furiously scribbling away at this point. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking the minutes down. Poppus, uh, would you be able to give us the room? <laughs> I'll leave that. Um, <sighs> yes. As he begins <laughs> to roll up his, his parchment and quickly exits the room. Look, I'm Can just going to be... on the other side of the door? <laughs> He's like... <laughs> he does turn back before he closes the door. If I could offer one suggestion. Mm-hmm. If it's impossible to decide which of the two you would rather trust, perhaps it's better to think about it in a different way. Who is it exactly that potentially could cause the most damage in this situation? Very enlightening, Papas. Thank you. Much obliged. Best of luck. And he closes the door quickly behind him. Still brings us to complete and utter destruction through the silence or resetting of time. (laughs) I wanted him to feel good if they're both true. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to be frank with everybody. Um, I, I need to try with Resilian. I know I'm not going to be okay fighting him or killing him if I didn't try. So I need to do that. I understand your need to try. My fear is though he will use your trust and your wanting to trust him to his advantage on you. I have to take that risk. What if it kills one of us? It won't because I'm just... It won't. And you're so certain of that? You want so deep in your soul to trust this guy. I I knew who he once was. I trust Alara too. And I also trust that she truly wants to turn this guy. And I think he would be able to manipulate that. So you're telling me that if I try and I do convince him from my perspective, it won't matter to you. It'll matter, but I will still question whether or not he's using you. Because he knows we'll trust your word. Well, I don't, I, what, what do you, what do you want from me, Pavel? This isn't a perfect situation. Rhea could be using us. Anyone could be using us. All these dad could be using us. Anyone could be using us. Yeah, I get it. Resilient has done Resilient has done some horrible, horrible things. The only reason that he has done those horrible, horrible things is because in his mind, the end game is to reset it all. So it all doesn't matter. And I know that's terrible because he lost his way. And there was a time when he knew that that was really bad. And I don't know what happened in between there if he went crazy or if he was pressured or what, but I have to, I have to try to get him back. Do what you must. I mean, if Elara, if Elara doesn't try, then there's the chance of one of the two people doing something horrible. If she does try, 
Well, I believe once we get so the lantern, that well might be try. revealed. Yeah, oh, totally. But I mean, she might as well just try. And if she succeeds, right. If he turns around and backstabs her, then, he, you know, there was we knew someone was going to try something anyway. But we're going to be prepared regardless. We might as well try to put him on our side. The reason I'm asking this is there's likely going to come a point where we have to choose. I want us all to be on the same page when we get there. I know we don't have a lot to go on. On one hand, you have Rhea, who's in whole a complete mystery to us and to her intentions. Let's call her. See what she says. Tell her what and we're still what are say. we meant to ask her? Keeping in mind that she's been able to see every move we've made. She couldn't see us talking to Resilient. Aside from that one. She could see this conversation right now, I suppose. No. And what would I she say that would... She, she can only see what happens in the champion's tombs. That's what she said. Is that true? Yeah. I checked. Oh. You did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. well, my mistake then. Um, yeah. <laughs> on the other hand, there's Resilian who trying to put my own biases aside. Certainly looks like he's making steps that someone who's seen this all before would make. What does that mean? It's cryptic. I mean, he does know, he seems to know what's going to happen. He told us when he's going to meet with us next. He yeah, almost seems certain that, we, that he knew already that that would come to pass. Not like, yeah. maybe I'll see you there. It's, I will see you there. Mm -hmm. Like he's seen that happen already. And I weirdly find a little comfort in that. I think he's trying to do the right thing. I believe he's trying. Three, I'm not so sure about. I think they both are. I think that's the problem. Rhea just wants no. to go home. Rhea's trying to do the right thing for herself. He's trying to do the right thing for, I think, the the greater good, if that makes any sense. By destroying everything? Well, we might destroy it. Let me ask you this, Pavo. Put yourself in the mind of a time wizard who's already seen everything happen. If somehow you had to do a numerous amount of horrible things in order to reset everything and undo all those horrible things did you do anything horrible in the first place we're assuming we've se he's seen the future versus just what's been in the past he has seen the future we are we are assuming that that is the case but you're just assuming there is one future but your decision doesn't make any sense so what are we discussing if the future is what it is what does it matter what you decide today 
if he's seen the future and there's only one, this discussion is completely useless. Because then our choices now should matter be able to change that. He's trying to prevent that exact thing from coming to pass. He's trying to stop that. He sees it and he's trying to stop it. Yeah, but anybody's fighting it could change it without him having to reset everything and killing everything and doing all the thing he does. There is there are other ways to do it. There is not only one way. Otherwise, what's the what's the whole point of making a decision now? If everything is already written and it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow because whatever we do, this would come to pass and the only way to get away from it is for him to do what he needs to do. What's the whole point? What are we fighting for? We're fighting because we can make a difference as individual. He's not the one making the decision for the whole world. We're all fighting our way to avoid this. And his way is not the only way. So killing well, people this, and resetting right. everything is not the only way to do it. But this is what Alara wants to tell him. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, that's the whole, that's exactly what she's trying to do. Is to explain that to him because he's lost sight of that along the way. Is he our best case scenario. You're right. Yeah. Hard to think that a second ago you were chasing me around this room. <laughs> actually very <laughs> profound well don't tempt me again hold on guys like try this. not to <laughs> who's to say uh all right should we call either of them now and if so what should call- we say i'm gonna call resilient okay i only have I haven't slept in a very, very fucking long time because these games keep happening and we don't ever long rest. <laughs> so I only we'll I get can to only sleep do soon. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I can only do it once. So tonight. for today we'll have to pick. But is okay, you, you said when you can call people it's only twenty-five words. Yeah. Isn't it like the kind of discussion you have you need more than twenty-five words to have? Yeah. She wants okay. to call him to set up a meeting. So she Oh. I'm hoping that he'll take me back to that place. Ash, you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm no, hoping that, that sounds like will... a awesome place. <laughs> that place. He I've been to that me. place. I'm pretty sure it's at the same place. It's a safe place where nobody can no prying eyes can be there and that's where I'm assuming he is now unless he's out doing bad things probably um so i'm hoping i I did it once i'm hoping he'll agree to it again are you confident in yourself to be able to tell if he's truly lost or not i'm gonna do my best pavo we don't have the other side of the story he's gonna say the same stuff and you're not armed against it he can tell you whatever he wants we need to hear ria's side of the story we have heard Rhea's side of the story. No, we, we haven't. haven't. No. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have not. What have we, we have. heard from Rhea? What? Rhea has Rhea told us everything about her point of view from what happened with Resilian. She said that Resilian stared into the flame of Thule for so long and he wouldn't stop raving about the silence. He challenged her on it. There was a whole big 
uproar over it, Octavo, and then got into a fight, and then Galia stepped in and Resilian killed her. She doesn't know that she's been accused of trying to take the flame for her people. She doesn't know that. How is that, that. going to help my conversation with, with Resilian? To see how she reacts to the information. To Eli's saying that maybe the call should be made to Rhea instead. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I get that. I just don't understand what I'm, what, what, what do you want to ask, Rhea? You want to just come I, out and say, hey? That's true. Eli wants to put her in the hot seat. I agree. And if you want what, me to have some type of mistrust for her, I would like to understand her point of view on if she knows what she's doing. If she, she's the one who told us this. About the science? I don't understand. Yeah. She just doesn't believe Resilian. She thinks he's crazy. She she mentioned absolutely nothing about using the flame to return back to her home with her people. Oh, she, that. Right. Okay. Yeah. She doesn't We want know to see that. her reaction to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to see if she has an explanation or if it's contrived. Okay. She's going to know that we were talking to Resilient, though. If she knows everything about us, she knows that I know Resilient anyway. So she knows that Alcor knew Resilient. So she only knows what yeah. happened in the tombs and anything Alcor's told her. That's all she knows. Okay. So you can make a call now. I'm sure we'll all understand whoever you'd like to speak to first, but you've heard our sides of how we're thinking right now. Okay, so I'm gonna call Rhea and I'm gonna ask her what specifically. Uh. <laughs> Are you bad? Ask her, ask her directly. Are you trying to take I, I the flame of Thule for yourself? To bring the Kalishtar home? And what if she says yes? Well, then that's a huge problem, because... Is it? She can't... She, yeah, she can't do that. It, Why not? It would, it would... It would... Line up with what Resilian told us about her. Whether she thinks it will open a portal and release the silence will still be... Mit. Still That's be said hearsay, but but it does okay. give some level of doubt to her intentions. Yeah. Okay. Make the call. I cast yeah. ending. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's Alara. Just wondering, are you planning on using the flame? Oh my gosh. <laughs> 13 more. 13 more. Mm -hmm. um, of Sewell to go back home. Uh, how are you doing otherwise? <laughs> Miss you. Bye. 
<laughs> what you went with? Miss you, bye. A few moments pass. At first, no response. However, you wait a little while longer. Oh, when you thinking. hear Rhea's voice enter into your mind. Good evening to you as well, Alara. I'm not sure I understand your question. As the flame already resides with me. Fuck, we knew that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. I'm good. Hope yeah. you are doing well. Okay, bye. <laughs> the dragon. Is she planning on awakening the she dragon? She can't count sending again today. <laughs> she knows what we meant, I think. I think that was an I think she should answer. have been able to derive what was meant there. I think so, too. Maybe you can make and a now, call. I could, I could Do you accept scry. a charge of one skill point? <laughs> I can't talk, though, if I scry. I can only watch. Well, you'd be able to see if maybe she looks panicked. Will she know? Or upset? I think there's a chance, yeah. There's a slight, slight chance. But sure, do you know if we're suspicious? Do we care? No, uh, I'll try it. I will um, cast crying. And, uh, oh, the target has to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, we're fucked. Okay. <laughs> oh, it has so much wisdom. <laughs> okay. It's like a plus 20 to wisdom. <laughs> Might as well try. As you reach out towards the cosmos, you close your eyes for a moment before they instinctively flicker open again. The rest of you watch as Alara's eyes seem to be now of a milky white. Alara, your vision leaves the room that you're in, raising high up into the sky, higher than the, the ship itself. As your consciousness begins to travel, faster than light itself, you zoom over top, past Hansor, over top of the mountains, down deep into the Presage Mines, and into the City of Gold. Your vision follows you into the giant golden tower, again seeing the shining emeralds that flicker. It brings you up to the top of the tower and as the vision begins to slow you enter into the uppermost room a place you've been before where a trial was had there are no other lights in the room that shine other than the flicker of the green flame 
There is no one in the room but Rhea herself. As she stares deeply into the green flame, unmoving, unnerved. Unnerved? Unnerved. To me? Almost like a statue in a trance. And that, my friends, is where we're going to take a very short break for the evening. With that said, uh, we're going a little bit long in the tooth today, so we are going to skip over question period for today to try and get some more stuff in. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, right. Uh, We are having our giveaway for the evening. Uh, So uh, we are giving away a wonderful set of sketch dice by the people over at Mithril Armory. Phenomenal company that continues to offer amazing, amazing, innovative D&D products. You can get clothes, you can get terrain, you can get minis, you can get dice of all kinds. I myself have actually started to work on uh, on a set of dice. Um, Not my dice, their dice. But with that said, go ahead and make sure to hit exclamation point dice in chat right now to be eligible to enter. You have to make sure that you are following. That is the only criteria to win one of these lovely, lovely sets of dice. But with that said, folks, uh, we're going to take a short break, just a little bio. Uh, give us maybe five minutes. We're, we're going to make this one very, very short because we are running a little late, as I said. Um, but in the meantime, make sure to go get your apple juices, your orange juices, your mistrust juices. (laughs) And we will be right here, coming back shortly, to finish the epic conclusion of tonight's episode. So with that said, stay tuned, guys. We'll be back shortly. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay. Let me do this one thing's first and foremost. So, welcome back. Thanks. Not you. (laughs) Is there anything else any of you would like to do for the remainder of the evening? Oh, yes, Um, I would like to tell everyone what just happened. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I guess in the to save time, Alara recaps exactly what happened. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I have things I want to do, but I don't know if I should do it because of time. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, Pavo, I was wondering if you might return the spade to me. I look over to Trix. Who has the spade? Who has it? Who has the spade? Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I didn't notice the exchange there. Um, Trix, I'm thinking maybe I can find a way to bond that weapon with you. Maybe it doesn't have to be that weapon. I mean, this wasn't a hammer before, and I'll look at my weapon. It was an axe, so... Gibbles granted me the ability to kind of help everyone find their potential. Maybe I can start by having you bond with that weapon, and, and by that weapon, maybe I can turn it into whatever 
I mean, it's not an exact science because I don't I don't know how I even did this to begin with, but I imagine whatever you imagine yourself wielding. If you can betray that vision to me, maybe I can take the weapon. And last time I did it in my sleep, and I think I got transported to Gibble's realm by doing so. So maybe I can do that again with the spade for you. Well, I mean, there'd certainly be no harm in trying. That's what I was that thinking. That would be great, yeah. I mean, it's worth a shot. <laughs> Is that what you envision? Uh, a hero's pistol? I mean, yeah, I'm starting to get really good at shooting. So, I mean, that would be excellent. But whatever can be done can be done. I guess it's better than a spoon. Spade right, is kind you... of like a really big spoon. <laughs> well, I was waiting. If you, can, I was... <laughs> if you okay. can hand it to me, maybe we'll see what happens in the morning. And if it's still a spade in the morning, then I'll return it to you either way. All right. Well, hand it over. I think that's a really good idea. Anything that makes us stronger will really help. Well, I hope it that works. Being, I hope so too. That being said, did anyone get an uneasy feeling from Rhea's behavior? Yeah, it seemed not genuine. It seems like either I made her nervous or she was staring into the exact same thing that she said that Brazilian was looking at and went crazy. So. That's maybe, weird. Lavo, the flame itself is influencing both of them. Yeah, maybe it's messing with their minds. Maybe. So if you need to talk to him, I know that's something you just need to do. And I understand that. My fear is more of him turning you against us than anything else. Well, have some faith in me, Pavel. I've learned a lot since I, since I came here. I don't trust everyone and everything anymore. And I know that he's going to have to atone for all the things that he's done. What message are we sending to the viewers that your character development is not trusting people? <laughs> anyway. The most uh, trusting person <laughs> in the group. So, just a quick... <laughs> check here when I when we first sat down asked everyone a question has anyone's answer changed I mean I wasn't I didn't know that we could just choose neither um I mean I don't trust either of them assume you can't problem um assume you had to pick one we're still waiting for your vote Clara just stares at Lucy I I trusted I trusted well I, I wanted you guys to trust me about my father and, and you gave me that chance to prove that he's trustworthy so I mean it's not her father but I would like to give Ilara a chance to prove that Resilient could be a better man and it's worth a shot so I'm on the side of Ilara if everyone else is 
I mean, I am, but if that's the route we're taking... <laughs> There's a difference I'm between choosing to support Alara and choosing to support Vasilian. Right I'm not now, saying I trust it. him. I'm not saying I trust him, and I'm not saying that he can be changed. But I think we owe Alara the chance to try. Also, I think this idea of the of the thing affecting their minds kind of changes things a little bit because that means that that if it's a sort of spell they're under, perhaps it can be broken. It's one thing to try to change a whole person, but it's another thing to perhaps break a an influence. So, if that's what the problem is, then maybe there's just another source that has to be accessed in order to stop it. Good point. That is a good point. I hope that's the case, actually. We should find out. So You can't talk to her again tonight, can you, Alara? You gotta wait. Yeah, right. this group needs to go to bed sometime. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Mm -hmm. so, 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 guys, how do you want to use the lantern? I know what I want to do with it, but what do you want to do with it? I don't think we want to do anything with it, truthfully. But I think what's going to happen is we're going to take it. And Ash, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I think a lot of people are going to come after us immediately. So I know we promised the lantern to you that you could take it and go, but I think it would be better if we stuck together for a little bit, because I think your chances of having the lantern after is better if you have us to help you. Yeah, but why do people want the lantern? Why is the lantern oh. useful? To wake up the dragon. Wake up Thule. Yeah, it'll bypass all the champion's weapons. And if the flame is, in fact, somehow manipulating both of them, giving Resilian some little pass here, then it may be just our destiny to use the flame ourselves to go straight to Thule and, just, and stop him once <laughs> and for all. Because I... I Usually, usually a lantern needs a flame. Without a flame, a lantern is useless. We know where the flame okay. is. So the question is, is, is the lantern here to keep the flame away from Thule, or just to put it back in? Put it back in. Because if Wake it's it a prison... That's why that if, I want it. If it's a prison to, to keep the flame away from him, and it's a whole different story. All we know is that the lantern wakes him up. And a lot of people want to wake him up right now. So we're trying to get this lantern before they can. Yeah. And Pavo said he wants to wake him up to kill him. That's right. A... Worst That's case scenario. Yeah, that's okay. a possibility. If it's in fact the flame that's, in, you know, that uh, Rhea was staring in is also influencing other people's actions, which in turn may be leading to Thule's awakening in the first place. Go straight it for the wants force. Its, it wants its flame. Didn't it like scream at you that time that you, you know, touched the crystal? It was like, give No, it didn't mind. scream at me. It screamed at um, our fallen hero, Shay. Oh, yeah. Shay. R.I.P. Mm -hmm. Shall okay. we get some rest? Yeah, we'll sleep on it. So. We'll sleep on it. Yeah. 
wanna. Where's the sleeping? Yeah, you wanna call your buddy back in here? <laughs> I know where we're supposed to. Oh yeah. Um, show us. Show us just some Poppus. sleeping quarters. Uh, Poppus, you can uh, come back in. As you call he's, Edward. He's listening. Go ahead, Ash. Yeah, he's like, if, 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 if he heard you now, he's heard the whole discussion we had. <laughs> because if you just call him out from the from where you are without opening the door, he got everything. That's <laughs> all. For the sake I'll of the narrative, the I'll say that Ollie gets up as you all stand, unsure, but with a little bit more insight. Eventually, he finds Pappas, who leads you to your individual rooms, going down a level from the main deck. You all find it a bit difficult to sleep that night, as your mind's real. What's up, Eli? I think Ollie, too, wanted something. Chris? Did you? Oh, I'm just, I'm before I'm going to bed, I'm just holding the weapon and just praying to Gibble and, and saying that I let him down the one time and I don't want to let him down again or my party. So please, again, grant me the power of the Heaven Smith and then I'll just kind of go to bed with that thought. <laughs> and then now that Ollie's kind of on his own, uh, I wanted to knock on Ollie's door. Okay. Um, breaking the... (laughs) 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 Sorry, I should have gone first. I didn't didn't know what you wanted to do. I'm just gonna lean this uh, spade and then uh, open the door. Hello? Oh, were you sleeping? Sorry, Ollie. Um, Not exactly, but uh, what is it? Well, first of all, I just wanted to apologize if anything I said to your dad offended you. He kind of, he pushed some buttons. Oh, no worries. He can be a bit abrasive and uh, I've known him for all my life. I mean, of course I do, but I knew you'd be able to come around or at least hear him out. And that's all well, I wanted. I'm trying anyway, but I just wanted to make sure you knew that it's no reflection on on our friendship, and I trust you. And I don't want that stuff coming between you and me or anybody else. I meant what I said when I said that we need to trust each other. No worries. There was no hard feelings, honestly, Eli. Alright, well. I also wanted you to, now that no one's around, read my aura. Kind of left me feeling a little unsettled. Yeah, no no worries. I mean, yeah, the plan is to get everyone's auras up and running, you know, with tricks in the spade. But I can see what I can do for you as well. Alright. And I'll just... I'll be like, here we go, and I'll just try to focus on her aura, or his aura again. Okay. As you begin I'll to... i the daggers. Okay. 
with daggers in hands, all of you begin to focus intently on Eli. The two of you alone in the room. And you begin to see the shadowy image once again pop up around Eli. The shadow grows and grows, encompassing the entirety of the room. As your vision becomes black, with only being able to see Eli. And as you continue to focus, you begin to hear whispers. But the whispers are not coming from around you. The whispers seem to be coming from the daggers as if trying to call out. You focus with all of your intent, but you can't make out the words that are being said. As you grow more and more weary, the darkness begins to fade back around silhouette now encompassing Eli once more before it fades from your vision. Um, I see a lot of darkness and I think your daggers are trying to say something but I couldn't hear it. I think they're trying to talk to you and you alone. And I've always kind of been, ever since Brazilian split my timeline and saw what I would become, part of me has always been afraid that I'm bad. You're not bad, Eli. Well, what if, what if these daggers are, what if I'm being used this way? What if he's using me to do something bad? I mean, if Alara's right, maybe he's intending to use you for something in his mind, good. Yeah, I, we have no idea what his intentions are, but we do know that you're in control of yourself. And the more connected you can get with your weapons, the more in control you're going to be. So I'm not sure how you can hear them out. That might be something for you to discover on your own, but right. somehow. Well, you always seem to know the right thing to do, Ollie. So promise me that if I'm ever doing the wrong thing and if I'm ever hurting somebody, you put me down. You got it? I don't think I can commit to that. 
I mean, if we can change Resilient, I'm sure we can talk to you. Yeah, maybe I know. lock you I'm up. I'm saying, right? I'm just saying, if if everyone's backs are against the wall, and it's me or it's everyone, you pick everyone. All right. Hopefully, it won't come to that. Obviously, it's not what I want. If I can come to grips with my powers, I'll make sure it never comes to that. That's our duty to ourselves. To figure out how these heroes' weapons work and use them to protect and keep everyone safe, including ourselves. They'll just like sigh deeply. You're a good guy, Ollie. And I'll like clap him on the shoulder. Get some rest. Thanks a lot. Have a good no night. worries. You, you as well. And he'll go to sleep. And right I'll close yeah, the door. And... <laughs> <laughs> good night. Let's just lie on the floor. <laughs> I'll just kind of no. look at her as I go back to my spade and, uh, or him. Or, okay. Just whispering. No. <laughs> no. So he'll, he'll like go back to his room and give Spike a scratch on the head and then he'll go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> As you all find sleep for the evening, you awake the next morning feeling refreshed. So many possibilities now. Holly. Whoa. As you look down, the spade doesn't seem to have changed. While you're disappointed, you do receive some insight that in order for the weapons to bond with someone, it cannot be forced or done by another person. Hmm. Well, guess I should return this back to Trix. As the morning comes to all of you, you know there is some time that must pass before the information and resources are collected. Three days to be exact. Alara. What would you do in that three-day period? Uh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Here you go. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, one of those things is definitely, um, I think first she's going to find Lucy. Talk to Lucy. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Hello. 
asterisk this. Hey, um, I just want to give you a heads up because the first time I didn't, I know you already know, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm I'm gonna call Resilient now. Okay. Um You gonna be okay? I hope so. If I don't come back, you'll have to avenge my death though. I'll be sure to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to come back. It's fine. I'll be fine. He let us go the first time. He's got no reason to keep me the second time. Wait, you're going to go see him? You're trying to set up a meeting? Yeah, I'm going to ask him to take me. I'd like to come if you don't mind. Um... I... I'll roll a persuasion check. That's a nat 20. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I... I'm... Well, let me ask you this. You didn't... You didn't vote. Picked up on yeah, that, I did didn't. you? Yeah. What you think is important to me. I'm sorry? What? What what you think is important to me. Oh. <laughs> well, that's silly. Um, I think like everyone else, I have my doubts. But there's one... One thing that's constantly making me... Two things, really, that make me constantly second-guess my first thoughts on Resilian. One is your opinion of him. And two, if he needed us to trust him, or wanted us to trust him to reach his ends, you would think he wouldn't destroy my city and kill my former mentor. Unless, of course, he knew that those things had to happen. It's all very confusing. If I were trying to get someone to believe me and to come to my side, I certainly wouldn't act the way he did. But that only makes me, given his abilities and everything, believe him just a little bit. As for Rhea, based on what you saw, I just feel uneasy, I guess. Okay. Well, that means a lot to me. Um, I'll try. I can't, I can't promise that he's going to take you with me. That's all I ask. Guys, I'm gonna go kill Resilian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
Are you ready to go? Ready when you are. I said I'd have you back. Yeah. I'll have yours. Okay. Um, she'll cast uh, sending. Okay. <sighs> Not going to ask Baba? No. <laughs> you want to come? Just kidding. <laughs> hey. It's me. I really need to talk to you. I'm not in a safe place for you. Can you? Five, there's five. Take me and Lucy. No, I'm counting in my head. Take me and Lucy. <laughs> the finger man. <laughs> Got one word Bye. left. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> A response comes quickly. It is good to hear from you, Alara. But now is not the time. Motherfucker. <laughs> I will fetch <sighs> you shortly. That's ominous. Shoot. Um, well, that wasn't the reaction I was hoping for. Um, um, no, I think he's busy. Um, but he said that he was going to fetch me shortly. Well, I just hope I'm with you when it happens then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully it doesn't happen at a super inconvenient time. (laughs) Foreshadowing. I know. (laughs) Um, Get the lantern first. Yeah, I know. I don't like how... I don't like how close that is. He said shortly, and we're going after the lantern shortly. I don't like that. Okay. Well. Well, Also, I have another... lead on this, so... I tried. I mean, I'll wait till he's ready. If he's not ready, it wouldn't work anyways. He has to be willing to hear me. So. I also have another question for you. I know you said that I could borrow this bathrobe. Um, I was wondering if I could actually keep it. Because I kind of really like it. Of course. It's yours. Thanks. It makes me feel kind of like when I wear it, it makes me feel super fashionable and kind of like I'm home. Well, it'll be something to remember me by when I surely do something stupid to get myself killed and all this. No, you're not. I'm not going to let you die. It's okay. Thanks. Anything else? 
No, bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. I'm done. <laughs> Lucy, what would you like to do over the course of the three days? He spends Find the three Alara. days Just finding kidding. his dad and killing him. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I guess Lucy will spend the three days mostly just trying to gauge where everyone's at, but the only thing in particular that's worth talking about that he's going to do is he wants to talk to L. So he will, in his time, try to sort of meditate like Pablo taught him and try to reach a connection with L, a.k.a. Masked Lucy. Okay. As you sit in your room quietly, utilizing the meditation that Pavo taught you, you suddenly feel a presence enter your mind, foreign to your own. But no words are spoken. But I can kind of feel him there, right? Her. Her? Oh. Okay. I don't know exactly what I want to say to you, but I get a strange feeling that you have insights that I don't What happened to you? Do I get a response? There is a long pause. However, you do receive a response. Like the rest of us, you will lose. <laughs> how... How can you be so certain? Because it is destined. I, uh, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm the fate breaker and he'll break the content to the connection. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't like her. Okay. <laughs> Eli, what would you be doing over the course of the three days? Um, am I allowed to leave the ship? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I would be snooping around, listening to some thieves camp, seeing if I can find any information about Dalmar, number one. I'm going to spend some time meditating with the daggers. And then most importantly, 
um, pranks with the invisibility cloak. <laughs> okay. Gotta get that. <laughs> From your investigations, actually roll me an investigation check. Okay. That is going to be an eight. An eight. You do spend some time going around, learning a little bit of the underbelly of Hansor. You come across the name of Dalmar a few times, but never the location. Make a stealth check for me. At advantage. 21. Oh. How fun. Ooh. 21. 21. Mm-hmm. You successfully tie the shoelaces of every member with on the ship. <laughs> Except Ollie. I won't prank Ollie because he helped me get it. Ollie doesn't wear shoes. Everybody else. It's okay. There we go. I don't wear shoes either. Pull some chairs before people sit down. All of that stuff. <laughs> Super mature. Has gave an invisibility cloak to a child. <laughs> and lastly, <laughs> make an arcana check for me. Sixteen. Sixteen. You focus intently on the daggers when you find time alone in your room. You begin to hear the whispers that Ollie spoke of. But for the most part, it's jumbled and hard to make out. Until the last day. When you finally make sense of the words that are being said over and over. The blade and the body, 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 the blade and the body. Ooh. Oh. That was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I got chills. <laughs> no, I don't like that. <laughs> mm -mm. And finally, you catch one more phrase that comes out of it. What is my name? Thanks for the, thanks for the nightmares. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is so <laughs> Tricks, what are you doing over the three days? What am I doing over the three days? Um... Expecting spoons. Obviously. Other than that, obviously. One of us is... <laughs> they could come in handy. Posting her bail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, we have access to this library? You do. Can I look 
for... I don't know. Can I look for a Tome of Understanding? A Tome, uh, like the magic item? <laughs> yeah. Um, the shot. Roll an investigation check for me. All right. Fourteen. Fourteen. While you don't find a tome, you do hear of a location that is said to hold the tome. And that location is... <laughs> There is a small city on Qatar where an institution lies. Within it, one of the artifacts it holds is the Tome of Understanding. The name of the city is Trellis. Ollie, what would you like to do? Um, okay, so leaving my room with the spade. Uh, well, basically for each day, I figured three days should be enough time to maybe, with the resources of my father, augment three of the champion's weapons using my Heavensmith's abilities. Uh, if that's possible. Whose would you like to augment? Um, I would like to augment uh, Eli's daggers, Pavo's wings, and the spade. Okay. Go ahead and give me three religion checks. Okay. So the first one will be for the spade. That's 15. <laughs> Well, you heard that? I did. Oh. <laughs> uh, so 15 for the spade. That was... Do I have... Uh, do I have anything on me? Like, uh... Nope. Inspiration, no. <laughs> hey, that was 8 for the daggers. Sorry, I had the daggers of mine when I rolled that. And then for... Um, the wings... That is 18. 18. You're able to augment one of the set of weapons. Pavos. Between now and next session, Pavo, decide what damage type, including elemental, that you'd like to augment your wings with. And and since I only worked on one, I was hoping I might have found spare time to finish the repairs to Elara's dress. 
you did try an attempt on all three. You okay. Were only successful with one. Sorry, Lara. <laughs> I'm. You'll never have that dress. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lara. I, I guess those plans are in tatters. <laughs> Pablo, what are you doing over the course of the three days? The day one, I'm going to make time for half the day for Ollie for our little session together for the wings. The second part would be to, I forget his name already, just pick his brain on the northern tribe that he said he'd read so much about just to get some more information about the Arakaka tribe. Oh, Papas. Yeah, Papas. On day two, um, with the new augmentation of the wings, I want to tap into a mo the, my monastery tradition of doing a full... 24-hour meditate. Um, during that time, Pavo wants to focus on his previous life of being that champion before, so maybe he can tap into some more knowledge of what it was like to be the champion before, so that way I can implement that into my daily life now and see if I can use that to connect fully with my wings. And then after that, on day three, knowing that we have a huge task ahead of us, I will attempt to go back to the casino and see if I can get that date with Gigi. Yeah! Yes! Efficient! Here we go. Spending the half day with Ollie, he's successfully able to augment Make a history check for me. Ollie, come on, let's get to day three. I'm just kidding. <laughs> history, history. All right, that'd be 13. 13. Reaching into your subconscious, deep in a trance-like meditation, you try and reach out to... Uh, the previous version of yourself. And while you get glimpses of heroic battles, there's not much more that you collect. Okay. <laughs> Lastly, make a performance check for me. A performance. Pavo! 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 <laughs> I see something was redeemed. Can I use it? <laughs> Sadly, it was redeemed for That's me, my friend. That's inspiring universe. But oh, you? Oh, damn. I will, for this role, oh. I will give you my inspiration. Oh. All right, I'm going to need it. Oh, so <laughs> I'm going to neg one to it, so. <laughs> All right. Well, that's 17, so 16. Okay. 16. Okay. <laughs> I know where to put it. Oh, no. oh, God. Oh. You You're banned. Not. You're banned. <laughs> yeah. Going back to the brass flamingo, you've come in contact with Countess Gigi. 
At first, she's a little put off <laughs> based on your last demeanor. Fair. But you're honest. You're truthful. And you're open. She invites you to have dinner that night. You enjoy a beautiful plethora of food. And then the scene goes dark. <laughs> Needless to say, you wake up the next morning with a little bit of ruffled feathers. Eat. Paulo's finally a man. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. Sorry. Ash, what would you like to do over the course of three days? I would be stalking Lucy on the lookout for any of his sneeze and see what happens. Let <laughs> me roll three D100s. <laughs> One sneeze a day. <laughs> All the unredeemed sneezes. <laughs> make a make a perception check for me. Oh, perception. <laughs> uh, perception. That's a 26. 26. Nope. Invisible. Lucy, roll a D100 <laughs> for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, these two, right? Yeah. That's a 46. 46? That sounds new. Oh, come on, kittens. <laughs> kittens. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> As you watch Lucy, you're surprised to see a number of what look like livestock beginning to follow him around everywhere. One catches your attention in particular, a small rodent, a squirrel. <laughs> It's so cute. <laughs> you begin to chase it around immensely. No. No, no. But the squirrel is just too quick and nimble. Good. Is there anything else you'd like to do over the course of your three days aside from chase a squirrel? <laughs> did, did, did Eli play any tricks on me during those three days? Absolutely. I believe I did. How many times? After, after the first time, I said, ha, ha, ha. The second time, I say, stop it or you pay for it. Oh, Three times. Definitely. I'll push it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The third time, when I see him, I, I cast Dispel Magic on his cloak. Did you break it forever? I will kill That's you over this. So <laughs> mean. He did, it's gone. It's just a cloak now. Eli, roll a D100 <laughs> for me. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna kill stop. you over it. <laughs> I yeah. told you to stop. 
I will kill you over this cloak. Not even the character. She will kill you. Is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't Eli talking anymore. <laughs> 43. 43. Well, alas. Oh! You attempt to continue to use your cloak. No. But it seems that it holds no more magic within it. Oh, we're fighting. We're fighting. You're a piece of shit. We're in a fist fight. <laughs> At least we're in a fist fight. We're fighting, man. I'm just going to give a gentle reminder that he has the fate card with him right now, which puts him close to level 20. Are you sure yeah, you want to fight him right now? Fist fight, yeah. Fist fight him. Okay. He, he ruined my cloak. Hold it's on. Eli. Oh, <laughs> he has claws. You're talking to Swiss Dave. Are you sure you want to attempt to fight him? I feel like I have to stay in character. <laughs> no. That's what Eli would do. Oh, God. So this is he how he dies. He wouldn't like mortally wound him. He's gonna no. fight him. Okay. I would, I, I, like I a would, pushing would, and shoving, that kind of stuff. Like, what the fuck, dude? Fix it. I would, I, I would just run away from Eli, just laughing. And for the next oh. two days, Eli oh, chased oh Ash. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> How well, I hate you now. Okay. At the end of the three days, you were called once more to Lord Lucius's commander's meeting room. As you all sit around the table, he looks to all of you. I've attempted to collect all of the things that you required. There's not much in terms of knowledge when it comes to the temple's construction. Albeit that it was created by an individual named Xander. Xander? Yes, Xander. That name doesn't ring a bell to anyone, does it? Yeah, have we heard that before? It sounds oh, familiar. Yeah. I don't know why it's... <laughs> well, my last name is Vander, so that might be why Maybe. it sounds familiar, but... Maybe, yeah, yeah. As the legend tells, originally a fortune teller from Malchur gifted the gifts of the mortal champion's weapons, the lantern. He stayed with the mortal champions for quite some time before mysteriously disappearing from the group. Not much was written in record other than him coming here and starting the Sionic Knights, or Knights of Sion, as you know them. Now, while we were unable to find these blueprints that you sought, we were able to f 
collect these. As he says this, he motions with his hand for his minions to approach. Placing down on the table seven potions of invisibility. No cloak. <laughs> She's drenching her cloak give with this. Ash <laughs> the dirtiest look. And I am sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll give you all I have, and I will give her my gold pouch. Oh man, my eyes so itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you casting sending? <laughs> what? Me? Oh, huh? what? Never mind. What? Because I, I oh, messaged off the camera twice now. Oh. oh uh, <laughs> uh, do you know how long the potions effects last? Potions effects will last for 20 minutes. That's not a lot of time. 20 minutes. You don't have any invisibility cloaks? <laughs> yes, we store all types of legendary magical weapons and armor and <laughs> items just right. I don't know. You were all like, the most powerful person here and all I'll right, use my right, political prowess. Take it easy. Okay. We have Thank also you. arranged for your vessel to become invisible when need be. That's helpful. Thank you. Cloak would also be helpful. Too bad our plans were foiled. It sounds like invisibility I... is very important on this mission. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Highly important. Very important. Yes, you keep... Isn't that right, Ash? You keep repeating that over and over again. I've just given you invisibility potions. I thought that was... I'm missing something here. I think we all are. (laughs) Well, we had the cloak, and he destroyed the cloak. That's what I'm... You destroyed the cloak? You were warned, Eli. I told you to stop. Give me a fucking break, man. We needed that cloak. You foiled all Did you all tie his plans. shoelaces together like mine? Yes. I assume you did to Lucy at some point. Yes. <laughs> Over pranks, he destroyed the invisibility cloak, which we needed on this mission. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look, look nothing can be done about it now. You're on your own, Professional. How much are you dead, Ash? <laughs> Sorry? Are you worth about 10,000 gold dead? I don't I think so. I could probably find a new one for that much. Nah, I don't think so. Sorry. So you no. were saying about unity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Sorry>. Well, petty <laughs> yeah. squabbles aside. I've supplied you, I believe, with everything that you've asked for. Thank you. I did attempt to sway the knights in order to grant you access. Unfortunately, that didn't go as planned. However, I believe the second option of a covert mission is doable with these things. That's the path we'll have to go down. Are they tipped off now? I was going to say, doesn't that kind of alert them that somebody may be coming? 
No. I am very good. I'm sure he was. I do. Yeah, I'm sure he okay. was quite cunning in his dialogue. I think time is of the essence here. If everyone is ready. No time like the present. <laughs> and with that, Mr. Presage, wish us luck. Father. May Gibble watch over all of you. If you'll show us to our ship. Of course. He leads you down to the ships. To the one in particular. He looks to you, Lucy. The command word is vanish. He looks to Ollie. Be careful down there. <laughs> Especially when you're invisible. It's very easy to trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. Okay. Thank you, Father. I'll be careful. He embraces you one last time before each of you board the vessel. He stands back and watches as the vessel begins to rise into the air once more, over top of the railing of the large airship, and making its way down to the bay below. And that, my friends, is going to be a story for another evening. No. So, we've got a giveaway to do. So we will do one last little bit. Um, We will buy people a little bit of time. If you have not already entered, go ahead and hit the command exclamation point dice to be entered to win some of those fabulous, fantastic sketch dice. Uh, And they are really cool. I really, uh, I got to play with them a little bit. They were super awesome and amazing. Um, What's really interesting about them is that they actually use like alcohol ink paints for it so it just has this beautiful coverage that doesn't create any kind of like tactile sensation behind them really really cool really awesome um i would highly recommend them hold on do i have them here might oh i do have them here i'll show you what i did this might be very difficult to see on camera But I started to make squirrely dirly things. Oh, of course. Hold oh, on. Oh, oh, Look at that pole. Oh, one. Whoa. Yeah, we can't see, but Ch- uh, uh, Chad can see. see. Um, yeah. Okay, hold on. I got this. I just got to twist this. Ooh. See, you just kind of, I, I just made it gold and swirly, <laughs> but they're usually white. Or. So the gold color is absolutely amazing on it. The uh, It's very vibrant, cool colors in all of it. Um, yeah, it's just something that I was playing with. So, hey, if you like dice, then, uh, you know, enter into the things. And focused again. Look at that. I'm almost becoming professional at this. But with that said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, stop the uh, who's a Mawazer things. We'll go ahead and close entries one last time. 
And if I could get a drum roll, please. Do 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 do. Wait, why isn't it letting me? Hold on. Every time. Hold on, it's not letting me do the things. This is why I don't do the drum roll. Like forever. My arms are all right. Uh... Well, while Dave's figuring that out, <laughs> make sure you check out Mithril Armory on their website. And if you like anything there, because they have cool mugs and they have cool um, other dice, and they also sell the sketch dice and t shirts, it's awesome. Uh, if you find anything you like, use the code CAREFUL at checkout for 10% off. Yay, because who doesn't like a discount? And they make great gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. Cool. Go work on drum that. roll, drum roll, please. And the winner Again? of okay. tonight's sketch dice is none other than Ricky Bobby Paints. Congratulations, Ricky Bobby Ooh. Paints. You are the winner Ooh. for tonight's thingamabobber. Um, if you are still here, fantastic. We will go ahead and get a hold of you. Um, and uh, yeah, do the, no, do no. the things. Ricky what? Bobby Paints, come into our Discord, get a hold of me. Or do <laughs> that. Or do that. And Find also, me. when you're done painting them, put it in our Discord. Yes. That goes yeah. for anyone who ends up getting a sketch dice or buying them. Yeah. To. Absolutely. Absolutely. So congratulations to Ricky Bobby Paints. Well done, my friend. Um, and that's, I think, all we have for the evening. Unless there's anything yeah. else. Also, Ricky Bobby Paints, I'm Raina in Discord. <laughs> so you know who to look for. <laughs> Come in our Discord. I'll find you. <laughs> But with that said, we're going to do a little bit of raiding for the evening, as we usually do. We're going to go check out our friends over at, uh, who do we want to raid for the evening? Guys, talk to the people for a second so I can find the things. Okay. Hi, people. <laughs> Hi, Chad. What's up? <laughs> Doing okay? Did you drink enough water today? What? <laughs> Hi, McBlub. Oh no, sprint by. Good night. Take care. Hello. <laughs> Did you feed your cat? Do you have a cat? Jesus, what is happening right now? <laughs> I leave you guys for like five <laughs> minutes and it just goes crazy. Uh, we're going to go raid our friends over at Dark Tales, a wonderful run, wonderful group of D&D peeps as well. Uh, hashtag CC Love Raids because we don't do any of the hate around here. We only do the love raids. Uh, so I'll go ahead and hit the button. We're going to start the raid over there. As always, thank you so much for joining us for the evening. We are, will be back tomorrow night for a little bit of our art stream. It's going to be a super fantastic, op awesome time with the lovely Reyna and Bobby doing their things as usual. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. So until the very next time I see you, adventurers. I beg of you all one word of caution. Whether attempting to negotiate with a powerful individual or trying to screw with your friends and have one of your most expensive I magic items disappear. Wow. Be careful out there. <laughs> you can trip. Guys, we'll see you all in the next one. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.
bye guys. Come on.